0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you. And the spring keeps moving along for the Eagles, and we're almost actually toward the end of it. One final week of OTAs this week, of course, with a visit to the White House included in that week. And then next week, the mandatory mini camp runs until Thursday, June 14th. And then that's it. Then the Eagles break until training camp. So we'll have a long time to think about The team defending its Super Bowl championship as they move toward the summer, the preseason, and then that September 6th opener against the Atlanta Falcons. This is the Eagles Live podcast, of course, and today we're kind of going to go all over the place in the locker room with the Eagles, visiting the offense and the defense, trying to get a sense of where the team stands as they get ready for 2018. I'm pleased to be with you again Dave Spadaro here and we'll begin in the running backs room where, look, in the past the Eagles have had just really solid situations dating back to Ricky Waters in the 1990s followed by Deuce Staley Brian Westbrook LaShawn McCoy etc. A little lull there in the Chip Kelly era but now the Eagles are solid in that running back room and they're doing it differently than they did it in the past. It's not one man controls the touches. Oh, there was a time back in the early 2000s when Westbrook and Carell Buckhalter, Deuce Staley, they shared touches. But for the most part, it was Ricky Waters getting the touches, Deuce Staley getting the touches, Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy, getting the majority of the touches, the vast majority of those touches. It doesn't appear to be that way in this offense. The Eagles, obviously in 2017, went through the regular season and the postseason mixing up the touches, giving the football to Legarrett Blunt, acquiring Jay Ajayi, for the second half of the season into the playoffs, mixing in rookie Corey Clement when Darren Sproles went down with an injury. This season, the approach very similar, at least at this point, although Ajayi primed to be the workhorse after his first full off-season in the Philadelphia Eagles offense. So let's begin there. A different man, changing his diet, ready to be the guy again in the Eagles run game. Here is Jay Ajayi talking to reporters about his expectations for the year ahead and some lessons learned from 2017.
1: Just the whole roller coaster of last year to have it finished with a Super Bowl, um, you know, that's the dream to be a champion. So to add that to my legacy obviously is special and then, um, you know, just being able to come into to this team and just do my part, that was, um, you know, a special thing as well. I learned a lot uh, during that time and uh, now it's a new year, uh, uh, another fresh start to do something special again. Yeah, I'm excited, you know, obviously, you know, things have gotten a little bit shaken up in our room and, um, you know, I'm excited to get into that that lead role you know do what's needed of me and, and just go ball um, you know I think it was kind of a year and a half removed from being the guy so you know I'm excited to kind of get back in that role and showcase again you know to the world what I can do being a guy that's counted on and that it goes through through the room the RB room and when the play is needed that's the guy you call on and you know obviously we have a lot of talented guys in our room very versatile and so it's just about you know breathing that competition and, and me doing my part and being a leader and taking taking the field and making those big runs and big plays for this offense when my number is called.
0: In his second year, Clement figures to be a larger part of the Eagles offense. He really showed himself well as a rookie, going from non-drafted status to a key contributor with a sensational touchdown catch in Super Bowl 52. Clement in the offseason worked on his lower body, explosiveness, more sturdy in the pass protection game, wants to break more tackles. Corey Clement looking for a big year number two. How competitive it is in that running back room
2: well, it's definitely competitive you know every time we step in there no matter the day the weather you know anything you know we're always trying to give it you know 110 you know, every time we step out of there whether it's a mental game a physical game or there's competitions that we have every week as a running back group so I think it's bringing out you know just competition every day that we need
0: how different is it from college when did you kind of get the idea of what it was like in the pros it became more of a mental thing for me you
2: know everybody's been playing football since they were younger you know the, the physicality part really wasn't too different really the speed changed uh, that was a one Thing uh, I noticed, and uh, really just uh, you know, the blitz. I had to understand that how to pass block. Really understand the game of why, why not to a play.
0: What did you do in the offseason to become a better football player?
2: Definitely working my lower extremities, trying to get more power in my legs, especially for pass blocking. Being more explosive, you know, trying to get my speed back up. Were
0: you pleased with your rookie performance?
2: Oh yeah, I, I was pleased with some of the things I did, but there was a lot of negatives I noticed when I went back after the offseason, and uh, just really took into a part to where I could have did something better on this play. Thought like a rookie on some plays and I could have had more of a bigger run, so uh, it's really understanding the this game is about inches, so if I can understand where to be and how to hit it, I'm good. Do you notice
0: any change in the offense with Mike as the offensive coordinator?
2: Not much, really. You know, we still do what we did last year. You know, we just got, if anything, it's just different faces in different places, so um, you know, being out there, you know, with different guys that came from different teams, you know, I think we still fit in to, you know, be pretty dominant this season.
0: What's your next step individually?
2: Even cut more weight, so uh, being more light on my feet, conditioning, and uh, I just think if you never get tired, the game. game. Can come to you that much easier.
0: The Eagles signed Sproles after the draft, so he is added to the mix. Wendell Smallwood trying to stay healthy to work into the mix here in this run game to show more consistency, to stay healthy. And then the Eagles adding a former Washington Redskin, an intriguing name out of the University of Florida, Matt Jones, at one point not too long ago, was the main running back for the Redskins. He was released by Washington, signed by Indianapolis last year, played very little, says he learned a lot during that time, and feels like right now, the Eagles are going to see the best of Matt Jones.
3: You know, like I say, man, I'm ready to work on. Time will tell that I'll be ready, that I am ready when I get the opportunity. This is my opportunity here, you know, I'm, I'm going to take full advantage of it, uh, whatever I got to do. And this is a tough question to answer. Do you feel
0: like it might be your last
3: opportunity in the NFL it could be and um, that don't scare me at all like I say man, I got an ego I got my eyes on the prize I set goals for myself I'm here and I'm ready to work and I'm ready I mean it's the best I ever felt you know running wise you know just getting down you know I, I can teach myself I can look at some film back then I can look at some film now today I'm like wow I would never made that cut I would never caught that ball you know but now I here, like I've been working my tail off and you know I'm just ready
0: Speaking of seeing the best, the Eagles are seeing the best of Stefan Wisniewski, the offensive lineman who began his career in Oakland as a starter, went to Jacksonville, was there as a starter, and then for two seasons here in Philadelphia had to work his way into the starting lineup. Well, now Wiz is entrenched at the left guard position. We go one-on-one with left guard Stefan Wisniewski talking about being a starter with the Eagles, being a Super Bowl champion, and giving it everything he has. Wiz, what's the feeling like for you coming in here and taking all the reps as the number one left guard. It's been nice, you
4: know. It's great working with the first team, you know, working with Kelsey and, you know, the other veteran guys, you know, been enjoying it, been working hard to try to get better.
0: Do you feel as settled as you've felt in your time here I guess maybe not settled but as assured of your role on the team as you felt in your years here?
4: Yeah since I've been here that's probably true and it's nice you know to come in with the first team and instead of starting at the bottom and trying to work your way up it's a little easier mindset you know still hungry though still working hard to get better.
0: Why do you think it has worked out so well for you in Philadelphia?
4: You know I just came in and tried to work hard and do the best I could do and um, it's ended up working out but you know since I first came in this league I just tried to make the most out of the talents I've been given and just be the best player I can be and for the first five years of my career that worked out being a starter was a little rocky there for a little while but you know I'm back to where I always wanted to be as a starter I'm gonna work my butt off to make sure it stays that way.
0: During those years that it was rocky what was your mentality?
4: You know my mentality was always just be ready you know whenever the opportunity comes stay positive you know you never know when your opportunity is going to come and you don't want to be sleeping when it comes you want to be ready being positive and just trusting god trusting the process is is a huge part of that
0: offensive line everybody's got high expectations once again what have you felt what have you seen early part of the spring
4: yeah i think guys are working i think guys have the right attitude we're still trying to improve you know i think we realize that you know the reason we were successful last year is because we worked our butts off all year long and we're always trying to improve i think we still have that mindset how'd you celebrate the super bowl man you know a lot of different ways but definitely took some time off to just relax and enjoy it celebrating with family and doing some different events but just getting to watch it over again a few times watching some highlights and soaking in a little bit it's pretty cool and you know I've done a few events and being introduced as Super Bowl champion Stefan Wozniowski sounds pretty darn good so I'm enjoying enjoying that new title is it everything that you maybe dreamed it would be I mean you never really know exactly how awesome something like that's going to feel but it, it really was an incredible feeling still makes me smile when think about it but you know it's that's three months ago now and starting practice here has helped me realize like yeah that was great but you know we got another season coming up we really want to go get another one.
0: At the same time though there are some reminders here the White House trip next week the ring ceremony later in the month how do you feel about both of those opportunities coming forward? I'm really excited not too many people in the world get to go to the White House and
4: the ring is you know something you you always look forward to you always hear about when you get a Super Bowl you get a ring it's a symbol of of being the best in the world and really looking forward to, to both those opportunities as another way to celebrate and, and enjoy what we accomplished last year.
0: What's the locker room been like Stefan? Have you felt any hangover? our guys past 2017 onto 2018? How would you describe it in here?
4: I think guys are working hard and getting ready for next year. You know, I don't sense too much different, except maybe our expectations are a little higher, certainly from the outside world, but maybe even within the locker room. You know, we know how good we are. Last year, coming into the year, you know, we thought we could be pretty good. We didn't really know for sure. You know, now we really know what we're capable of, and I think that's breeding a lot of confidence. And, you know, if we can combine that confidence with the same kind of work ethic and, and hunger and, you know, the hungry dog, underdog thing, like we did last year then i think that'll be a recipe for another great year
5: um safety malcolm jenkins of the philadelphia eagles
0: it's
4: intercepted by jenkins
5: and you're listening to the eagles live podcast with dave spinero
0: malcolm jenkins takes it in for a touchdown and the eagles take the lead (laughs) Boy, what a play what a play They say that in the NFL, you make your biggest jump from year one to year two. Well, if that's the case, wide receiver Matt Collins should be an impact player in this Eagles offense. Currently, he's lining up as a reserve, and you kind of figure behind Alshon Jeffrey and Mike Wallace, but Hollins is big. He's strong. He knows the offense. He's very sure-handed, excellent on special teams, willing to do anything with a great attitude, a little one-on-one time with wide receiver Matt Collins. Mac year two, you notice a big difference? Not
6: really. I mean, mentally is probably the biggest thing. I know the playbook much better and more comfortable out on the field, so I'd say mentally is the biggest difference between this year and rookie year.
0: And that mental part has allowed you to play faster, I assume.
6: Oh yeah, faster, more under control, calmer. You know, you have a sense of, of knowledge of hey, I know what I'm doing here. Let me read the defense. Let me see what they're doing. Let me see what inch I can earn back from knowing the playbook.
0: How did you celebrate the Super Bowl? When did you get back into it from a training and just getting your mind ready for football standpoint?
6: Uh, Probably like a week and a half, two weeks after the parade, I got back into it. So not too long. The season was long, but you got to get right back into it. The longer you're off, the longer it takes to get back on.
0: It would seem watching practice, very competitive situation at wide receiver. You see it that way also?
6: Oh, yeah. That's what I love is that we brought in a bunch of guys that compete for the spot. That's the only way you get better. If you're not competing, then you just, you know, you kind of lose your edge and you become lost in the in the midst of everything.
0: Mike Grow as offensive coordinator, do you notice any sort of personality that he has that may be different than Frank in terms of X's and O's?
6: Not too much different, but I think the biggest thing is that we already had a relationship. You know, myself and Frank, we had a relationship that grew but not as quickly as obviously Coach Groh, because I was in his room and he was a receiver's coach. So we kind of know each other's quirks and stuff like that. So we really enjoy having, I mean the receivers love having him there because we have have that relationship and can joke with him, and but also know what he needs when he needs to be serious and needs things done.
0: When you look back at it, last year at this time, how much did you really know on the field? I mean you literally are told in the morning and then go out and do it in the afternoon kind of thing?
6: Yeah I mean basically you go home every night and you're studying basically and not being able to get as much sleep as you want but that's how the game goes when you're new at something you got to pick it up faster than somebody who's been there
0: feel good about the way you played
6: yeah i always get better though you know i always progress always become a better player always find something that i didn't do well that i can do better at thanks mac oh yeah thank you
0: let's now shift over to the defense beginning with nigel bradham the strong side linebacker who talks about his relationship with jim schwartz and this eagles picture at the linebacker position
3: I mean, our relationship is very strong, obviously. And we kind of just bonded from day one. From the time I was young, he always liked my style, my energy. He always was like, if I was, to play football, it'll be like this guy, you know, with the passion and energy and things like that. So just taking that into consideration, it means a lot. Talking trash is just one of the things that we do. But as long as I back it up, I think I'll be fine. I mean, obviously losing Mike was devastating. A guy, we don't win that Super Bowl without Michael Kendricks playing on this team. So obviously a, a devastating thing for us. But we know, I mean, he's a great player. Um, things will work out for him. Any day, I'm pretty sure he'll be signed. So it's definitely gonna be very difficult. I mean, from what he could do, uh athletic. Uh, he was the most athletic linebacker we had. I mean, it's hard to replace that. The guy could do everything. He's been here for a tremendous amount of years, and he definitely left a Mark on this city. Man, you can see that. I felt like the fans showed him a lot of love when that move was made.
0: We end this Eagles Live podcast with some one-on-one with Malcolm Jenkins, the Eagles leader on defense, one of the certainly the leaders in the locker room, has a great perspective on things. And away from all of the political talk that's been going on, the anthem conversation, the visit to the White House, I wanted to find out from Jenkins his thoughts on the Eagles defense year three under Jim Schwartz. You know, Malcolm, it's interesting watching this whole thing evolve, and now Jim's been here a couple of years. Where does the scheme go after two years, into year three? Does it change a lot? No,
5: I think it's like anything else. You're not complacent with it, you know, if it's not broke. Don't fix it. But there's a ton of small things that we can fine-tune that we learned about ourselves last year, just some different looks and, and challenges we had week to week like anything else. And so as we evaluate last year's season and how teams affected us and what worked, what didn't, we know that that's what other teams are looking at as well, You know, how are they poke holes in our defense. So we're trying to fine-tune and find new ways to, to beat the scheme. As we know, the league is, is looking for new ways to beat it. And, and as we're doing that, we've you know got new additions here and there, so we're trying to catch them up. We're trying to figure out what our best set of 11 is, you know, in our packages. So guys are competing for spots. There's a lot that we're still trying to improve. But at the same time, we understand what we're good at and and what we are. So it's just kind of becoming experts at that defense.
0: I think back to three games two years ago, Packers here, last year at the Giants, and then Super Bowl. Quarterback gets the ball out of his hands quickly. A lot of success. How do you stop that kind of attack?
5: I mean, I think that's one thing to us is a good problem to have. I honestly don't think that there are many quarterbacks that can dink and dunk their way down the field. Aaron Rodgers is, is one of them, and Eli, you know, has done it. But not many coordinators or teams are patient enough to do that, and you really don't see it in any other game. So for us, it's just about in any of those type of games is how do you close windows early and make the quarterback hold it so that a Rush has time to eat? I mean, that's how you beat that. If you want the ball to stay in the quarterback's hand, you got to take away his first and second read. And we can do that in various, various ways.
0: You getting a sense of what you have on defense here? Is it way too early for that?
5: Yeah, it's way too early. The D-line always looks really, really good when there are no pads. But we know we got some guys up front that can hum. And uh, that always makes everybody better on the back end. We understand our offense is, is really good and got a lot of talent. So if we match up well against them, then you know we're probably in a good space. But right now we're just competing you know with the situations that we got. Competing against our offense, competing against ourselves. We'll see what, how that shakes out.
0: And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much to Brian Thomas for putting it all together. We're back next week as the Eagles get into their mandatory mini camp and wrap up these spring practices, next step, training camp 2018. Have a great Eagles night, everyone, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!